This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on, everyone? Jetta Cameron and Jen Rich. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you. Off and rolling. On this Monday morning where we wish... The Phillies said, you know, rolled this weekend in Pittsburgh. Terrible job. Really terrible. Poor performance in a lot of different ways. We'll talk about it. Eagles, have co- of course, uh, you, know, you know, some practices, some walkthroughs. Look, here's the deal. They're getting closer to their first preseason game, which, believe it or not, is Saturday of next week. So uh, 12 days to the Eagles' first preseason game. Lots of Nick Sirianni audio to play today. Things he said in recent days. We'll dive in a lot with the birds there. Kelly Green jerseys are back. Look, we got a lot to do. All of it with you on the phone lines at 215-592-9494. Rich Rich. That seems like a really long time to have training camp before the first uh, preseason A little game, longer it? than I would expect. It feels yeah. uncomfortable. It feels unfamiliar. It feels like it's like a half a week too much. But, well, hey. Look, it's so easy for them, though. So They're look, walking I mean, through. Yeah, I mean, so, come on. Yeah, we, you know, we shouldn't yeah. be too yeah. worried yeah. about the fellas. The original name. Of Sesame Street, yes, was one two three Avenue B. Wow, but it, the name was abandoned because that was an actual street address in New York City. So they had a like someone had the rights. I I guess they were going to annoy somebody's life if they actually chose their street. <laughs> I guess it, it was it. They were worried about the problems that it could create wow. if it became popular. And so they ended up having to, at the you know 25th hour, change the name of their show. How about show. that? Well, I'll tell you this. No one would want to show uh, after this past weekend called Philly's Pirates Series. I mean, out in Pittsburgh, I guess they'd like it. They wouldn't like it around here. Look, let's get to it, guys. Um, poor performance by the Phillies. And look, here's the deal. They, they continue to play with fire. Like, we'll get to the series in a moment. But let me just say this big picture. They continue to play with fire regarding this playoff thing. I mean, they are now, uh, and of course, you know, tomorrow's August 1st, and we all know what that signifies, which is essentially the two-thirds way mark of the season. Uh, I looked it up this morning. They're, they're technically right now three games away from hitting the two-thirds way mark of the season. So it ain't early, not the middle anymore. I mean, they're, they're about to hit the final third of the season, and they remain behind three teams, and they were in front of some of them, but they are now, as they have been for most of the year, behind three teams for a playoff spot. So as of now, outside looking in, and by the way, they're behind teams that, I mean, they, they finished with a better record than last year. Phillies, of course, had a trade. Like, San Fran didn't add Trey Turner. Milwaukee didn't add Trey Turner. The Marlins don't really have much of a payroll. But San Francisco, Milwaukee, and the freaking Marlins 
remain above the Phillies, and it's bad. Now, look, here's the deal. I told you before, I'm not even going to not worry until the Phillies are three games above a playoff spot. John, I might be lucky to get that this year because if the Phillies do make the playoffs, it's probably going to be a root canal to get there. Now, look, they might do it. It's about 50-50. There's like five teams for three spots. You want to count the Cubs? Well, I don't. I think it's really five teams for three spots. And when you get into this weekend, and look, I want to hear from everyone on the big picture of the Phils and the playoffs and the little picture of what we saw over the last three days, obviously hop aboard the phone lines at 215-592-9494. Look, I don't even know where to start on the last three days, but I'll say these words, John. Base running, defensive miscues, managerial decisions, both before games and in games, hitters letting them down, Aaron Nola letting them down. I mean, John, and, and, and this goes to everyone. The Aaron it, Nola thing is such a thing. It's a thing. And look, this. Oh, my God. So, John, talk to me, man, because this was. Look, they've had worse weekends. I mean, there have been weekends they've been swept. But this was pretty ugly. I mean, they're in a playoff hunt. and I they know. And they I, played a, a bad brand of baseball. Yeah. And, and when you take it back, Joe, we've lost three of our last four series. You know, three of our yeah. last four series. Yep. That's not that's not good baseball, but I like to try to think of this. Remember the the one series that we won against the Orioles? Yep. We felt pretty darn good about this team. Yeah, but I we didn't go saying, I didn't go crazy feeling good. A, I, I felt good about that series. Well, I, I said I, that that's an AL team sure. that we just proved our worth by, you know, showing that we can beat the best of them. And then we let we let off we let we, we let off the gas you know right now we're playing minus Trey Turner we're playing we're playing minus Nick Castellanos yeah, he's really struggling guys yeah Casti is right back to where we remember seeing him last year swinging low and away low and away yep. pitchers don't even have to enter the strike zone but I'll to say pitch this him. he's allowed to have a slump I mean the okay. guy was really okay. good for three three and a half months and I I agree and and so yes it's a slump Trey. Has slumped an awful yeah, lot. Yeah. I don't expect that, that that's going to be permanent. I uh, It feels awful right now. It especially feels awful losing to a loser team. And that's what the Pirates are this year. But we will be better. I, we will bounce back from this. But you know what I, the thing is, I John, expect the, the lack of fundamentals is really standing out. Because here's oh. the deal. We all know the Phillies are talented. Like this, Like, there's talent. But when you see plays like, you know, okay, shortstop, third baseman run into each other. Alec Bohm, mystery. Look, Bryce Harper, guys, let's address the base running play right out of the gate here. Bryce Harper has a right as a runner. And I don't mean, I mean, of course he has the right. You're talking play. about the bone? Uh, yeah, the, the play at the end of the okay. game yesterday, you know, 10th That's... inning. Bryce Harper has the right to start and stop. It's Alec Bohm's responsibility to freaking yeah. read the guy in front of him. He's 90 feet in front of him. Alec Bohm has a clear view of him. Alec Bohm's got, I mean, Seltzer, he's got a head of his freaking head on straight. Yes. That's look, 100% on Bohm. Look like 100%. Totally. And then totally. when Bryce sees that Bohm is four feet from third base and Bryce has stopped, he seizes the opportunity. Okay, well, now I got to try to do something yeah, I don't to blame, salvage I this. don't blame Bryce at I all on that. I don't blame Bryce one iota. Correct. Yes. Okay, and of course, so we're on the same and of course frustrating that Bohm then. And doesn't get to third when the throw right. goes home, right. and now he's still standing. Go back now; he's still standing on second. And basically, uh. the inning's over, and then the, the game's over because the other team gets to put a guy on second base. And sure enough, the game's over. Yeah. So, like that. But the fundamentals of this team, 
And really, this is something that has been a thing for years now. And again, I, I, I'll say something I've said a number of times through this season. Can you imagine, just in, a, in, a, in an alternate universe, if the, Phillies, if the playoffs had not been expanded last year and the Phillies had missed the playoffs and not given us that red October, how much they would be, and I'll use this word, John, how much they would be viewed as losers. Now, look. They're not viewed as losers. They did make the playoffs. They had a masterful. They won the magical. Pennant. No, John, I get it. <laughs> they had an amazing run. But they are underachieving. Yes. And, and it's really aggravating. But they aggravating. won't always be. Well, here's the deal, John. They, maybe they're getting it all out of their system uh, yeah. early. <laughs> and maybe they're not. You know what I'm saying? Like two, they're getting it out in the first two-thirds. Guys, August 1st is tomorrow. Look, want to hear from everyone at 215-592-9494. Welcome back to Seltzer, who was gone for a few days. I hope you had a good time off. I did. Yeah, minus, you know, watching the Phillies this weekend. It was great. You kind of just chill? Yeah, total. Like, just took it easy. It was great. Those are nice. Those are nice. I mean, I don't do that too often, but when you have a couple days and actually do nothing. It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. Just sit around in your box. Yeah, and not wake up at 3 in the morning. It right. was really, it was a delight. Uh, All right, so Seltzer, what bothered you the most about this weekend with the Phils? It's the fundamentals. It's the bad baseball that we see. I mean, they, they should have won both those games. Like, we can point to specific mistakes, the base running, the, yeah. the Trey and Sosa collide. Like, there's yeah. so many things where it's like, it's, it's August. It's about to be August. And this is simple, simple stuff. Like, just play baseball the right way. Make the right decisions. Don't do dumb stuff. And this team could be like 12, 13 games over 500 right now. That's, and, and that's without, like, their top five hitting. I mean, Brandon Marsh is still the only regular over 800 OPS on this team. Like, yeah, they, they don't they don't hit. They, I mean, like record wise, honestly, I'm like they're kind of lucky to be where they're where they're at, considering how poorly their top five guys. Have I mean, here's where you know it's bad when they finally drop Trey, and nobody knows like who really should bat second. I mean, because everywhere you turn with that decision, and obviously they made that decision on Saturday. But everywhere you turn, you run into trouble. All right, if I go to Castellanos, he's in a slump. All right, if I go to JT, and of course this is also predicated on Kyle Schwerber being the leadoff guy just because we all just uh, uh, assume that he is because he almost always is and has been for a long time. And by the way, to his credit, he did get on base a lot this series. I mean, his, his, his average is a disaster, but he did draw a ton of walks. He hit the homer. But it's like, all right, so if I'm going to drop Trey and I can't put Stott there because I got lefty, Lefty, I'm going to come up with Harper, lefty. So it's like, all right, Castellanos is in a slump. JT hasn't been that good this year. Bohm has not been that good this year. I mean, it's, it's like they are, a, they are flawed. And they are flawed in ways that they're not supposed to be. I mean, they're supposed to be a pretty good mixture of right-handed and left-handed hitters, a pretty good mixture of old players and young players, a yeah. pretty damn good mixture of quality players. And yet here they are about to hit August 1st, and they're still on the outside looking in of a playoff spot. It ain't good, guys. 215-592-9494. But it's not permanently bad. No, it's not. But consider me in a freaking foul mood this morning based on what I saw. I mean, I'm in a fine mood otherwise. I was down the shore. It was all nice, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, the Phillies are – they're not making it easy this summer, man. The Heat's been an issue, and the Phillies have been an issue. And both are ticking me off these days, although it was, it was nice yesterday not having it so hot. 215-592-9494. Your reaction to what happened with the Phils this weekend, what stood out to you the most of the many things that went wrong? What'd you make of the Trey Turner reality of being moved around in the lineup? Castellanos to two. The whole thing. I mean, Harper just doesn't have power. I know he hit the one homer last week, but he is a diminished player without power. It's not his fault. 
It just is what it is. Hopefully it's a one-year blip on the way back to being, you know, superstar-level player. But he has not been superstar-level player and maybe won't be, maybe can't be this year if the power cannot return. So there are reasons to be concerned about the Phils. We'll talk about it throughout the show. Also coming up next, Nick Sirianni. Things he said in recent days. We'll dive into that audio. We'll rock all your calls. 215-592-9494. Just off and rolling a new week. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie. Great to have Seltzer back on 94 WIP.